Welcome back to Soul and Soul. I'm Sangmin. So this is the second part of the Jonestown story. So if you haven't listened to the first part, please pause here. Go listen to the first episode and come right back. We'll be here. So for this episode, we will talk about the final days of Jonestown. Enjoy. As, like, he's, like, spiraling out of control and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, part of them is obviously believing him. Hmm. Um, but part of them are making decisions themselves. So it is, it was common knowledge, even back in California, that these three women had a pull over him. Like, so hmm. say he, he, you know, decided he wanted to do something buck wild, right? They would, if they did not agree with it, they were able to sway him to do something that was probably still buck wild, but more what they wanted to do, right? Um, And the final days of Jonestown are no different. So what actually happens is that Carolyn and Annie start to like figure out, or not even figure out, start to plan how everyone's gonna die they know that they want everyone to die um and so they start trying to figure out like what how are we gonna do it like what way are we gonna do it to make it so that everyone dies and people don't get freaked out so i'm gonna read you a letter that annie wrote to her sister carolyn Mm -hmm. she says i never thought people would line up to be killed but actually i think a select group would have to kill the majority of the people secretly without the people knowing it the way i don't know poisoning food or water supply i heard of exhaust fumes in a closed area carbon monoxide i heard was effective while people are asleep it would be terrorizing for some people if we were to have them all in a group and start chopping off heads or whatever this is why it would have to be secretly what Yes. So this is this is them literally planning the mass murder of everyone. And they're they're saying it, right? They're saying it. They know that everybody would not want to die. So let's let's figure out a secret way to kill everybody. They're saying it. They're like a select group would, but everybody else is not gonna want to do that. And this is why referring to Jonestown as a mass suicide is categorically wrong to ever do. Mm-hmm. Because it's absolutely a mass murder. Um and it was and interestingly enough, not necessarily masterminded by Jim Jones. Like, absolutely, he was down to die. Um, and absolutely, he wanted to take his followers with him. But mm-hmm. Jim Jones had neither the opportunity or the resources to do so. Mm. You know, Because when we talk about the final night, which we're about to get to, like, everybody's assuming that, like, Leo Ryan, the congressman that comes in and takes people and yada, 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 is breaking the camel's back, the straw that broke the camel's back. But, like, no. They killed themselves with poison and then they murdered people with poison, which means that they had to order that poison to that remote location of the jungle. Like, it was always a plan. They ordered enough poison to kill everyone. It was always Mm -hmm. the fucking plan to kill everyone. Always, always, always. I mean, even back in California days, the fact that he was mentioning something like this and he had drills 
Suicide. I don't even know. I why have I a suicide drill if you are not planning to commit suicide? Exactly. What's the point of it? You know, like why have your followers do the suicide drill unless you're planning on murdering them because you're trying to mm-hmm. desensitize them to the idea that they're going to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it it's a little like these three women may they rot in hell because um, yeah. again, even if Jim Jones wanted to kill every single person in that fucking place, like he was too drugged out to do it. And they made it happen. They made it happen. Um, yeah, they made it happen. So, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. And fuck them. Um, even their sister was is kind of like, fuck them. Because oh. she, she writes, she reads part of her diary in the interview. And she says, mm-hmm. like, her mom was like, I hope they're still alive. when news Because news broke out really slowly about Jonestown. So, her mom at first was like, I really hope that they're still alive and that they made it out and everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And then as more and more news came out, the sister was like, listen, at first I was like, okay, I hope they're alive. But once I found out he was dead, I knew they were dead. And then once I assumed that they had had a role in killing children, I was like, I hope they're dead. And I'm like, yeah. yes, sis. Cause like, mm-hmm. cause no, 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 no. Um, Because what the fuck? Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about White Knight in particular. Um, So what White Knight looks like, like the drills look like in Jonestown. Um, Because they look, I guess they have to look a little bit different than it was in California. So he would wake people up in the middle of the night with that stupid loudspeaker. I never want to hear a loudspeaker again after this story. Mm -hmm. Um, He would get them into like one big area, the pavilion, um, and he would tell everyone that we're being attacked and we have to kill ourselves. Right? (laughs) If they come for us, we need to all go together. Right? And he does these drills like repeatedly and more, it does more, they increase more in frequency um, until like that final final night right um as he does more drills right so like you know the first drill in california very few people outside the inner circle were like yeah yeah i'm down (laughs) right like yeah like i'll kill myself by the time they get to like the end of jonestown more people have decided like yeah i would kill myself and just do it right without thinking um, so as the drills increase, more and more people and agree to kill themselves. Mm. Um, which yeah, it, it's it's devastating because like in my in my head, I have to like put it like this mental block and not imagine these as black people because mm. like it's really devastating. Just like thinking about how desperate and how sad and how depressed and how lonely and how hopeless they must have thought. Yeah. You know, like I can't imagine being stuck in a jungle with a sadist and and like his cronies, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's terrifying. Um yeah. and even more terrifying to me than me being stuck there is like the fact that I would have been stuck there with all of my fucking family. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and like you can't talk to them. Yeah, and you can't you, look at them, and you can't trust them because mm-hmm. you don't know if your family member came to the same conclusion as you. So if you do mm-hmm. want to escape, can you even escape with all of your family? You can't. Yeah, because you have no idea, and you're you might tell the wrong person in your family, and you're and now you're fucked, and you mm-hmm. can't ever escape. So mm-hmm. like, it, knowing knowing how important family is to the black community um Mm -hmm. and knowing just like how trad like how how much white people try to pull black families apart like this Mm -hmm. this hurts this hurts Mm -hmm. in ways that like i'm i it's it's really hard to like put my put words to i feel like um Mm especially given what's happening like this week in the real world like and just watching another black family lose a child um it's just like really difficult because it's like you just see this a lot I feel like in history when it comes to like white people and black families like this like concentrated effort to to destroy our families um and it it fucking sucks because like it is one of the only cults that has just like entire families in it you know like 15 Uh, 20 people families in this you know eight people six people like it it is one of the few cults that i i have studied i have researched where that happens um so it it just it just stings i feel like in a lot of ways or just like uh like ooh why you know um and i know why but it also just really it bugs me that like like how how fucked up must have been the situation in america in the 60s and the 70s for my ancestors for this to seem like a viable option yeah after the article has come out right that article comes about out about all the abuses and that still doesn't sound as bad as the abuses that you would face in america (sighs) Like, it is fucking devastating to think about, right? Like, just from every... It just makes me... It makes my heart sad for my ancestors. Like, my ancestors in Jonestown, but also just, like, my ancestors of that time period, period. Like, I'm just like, fuck, you know? We can't even call them ancestors. It could have easily been, like, grandparents, parents, yeah, aunts, uncles. I mean, I call it, I, any black person that's passed to me as an ancestor, but I I know what you mean because like, well, you know what? I looked through, I couldn't do all of it, but like, if you there's like a list online of the people who died in Jonestown, um, and there are quite a few people with the same last name as my grandpa. Um, and so like Jackson, if I saw Jackson on a Jonestown list, it wouldn't make me, you know, it's whatever. Um, mm-hmm. because like, that's from my dad's side of the family and they weren't from Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom's family was, and my granddad, his last name is like Sims. And there are, I think there's like a couple people with the last name Sims from Indianapolis. And I was reading that. I was like, oh, are you literally God. an ancestor? Who fuck knows? You know, oh, like who the fuck knows? Um, and like I could absolutely see my, you know, my granddad, the Korean War vet. Like this wouldn't have seemed that out of place for Indianapolis at the time. Yeah. Um, 
So, like, I guess I'm literally thinking, are those my ancestors? But I'm also thinking, like, damn, those are the ancestors who didn't get to, like, keep going. Yeah. Like, whole families wiped out. Yeah. Just wiped out. Or, like, everyone but, like, two people. Like, the Cobbs, that family from Indianapolis that we talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. their whole family wiped out except for the two of them. Oh, my God. You know? I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, whew. All right, so we're, like, wrapping towards the end of Jonestown. And so I want to talk about the last couple of days of Jonestown. Um, so a couple of things happened. So the, the mother of John Victor um, is goes on the news or, like, some kind of TV show and gives an interview about Jim Jones. Um, and talks about how her son is being held hostage, how she wants him, yada, yada, yada. And so that custody battle between Jim Jones and this boy's parents ramping up like like crazy. Um, this lady who was in the inner circle, Debbie Layton. So, you know, that name Layton everywhere because whole families, mind you, were in here. So she escapes from Jonestown. Um, and she makes it cause she's like in the inner circle and she is being like, she's being given a mission to go to Georgetown, Guyana, which is where it's like 150 miles away. Um, but is also another important like location in terms of Jonestown. Um, mm-hmm. she makes it to Georgetown and goes to the American embassy and is like, y'all need to do something because he's about to kill all of them. Oh, right. He's going to murder them. Um, I'm afraid for my life. I'm afraid for their lives. Like things are, are escalating quickly and he is going to murder them. Um, so there's that. Um, and then because of what she said and because of what other people who have defected and because of what concerned relatives have been reporting, Leo Ryan, who's a a congressman in California, decides that he's going to go down to Guyana and, and like kind of investigate what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of known for this kind of investigation, like not like a cult investigation, but he's known for like putting himself in situations that maybe your average congressman would be like, nah, that's not my job. Mm-hmm. Um, like he goes and stays in Folsom prison for eight days just to see what the conditions are like, mm-hmm. um, to see if the abuses that people are talking about are actually happening. So, you know, he is known for that kind of commitment I would say um yeah so he's got quite a few people with him um he's got a lady named Jackie Spear who is a current congresswoman um he's got Jim Cobb with him he's got Don Harris Bob Brown George Robinson um He's got a few, like, these people are from, like, NBC, and, like, they're, like, so they've got cameramen and reporters and stuff like that have gone down as well, mm-hmm. um, as well as a few people in uh, the, like, concerned relatives group. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get to Jonestown. Again, it takes them forever. Um, Jackie Spear says, like, in an interview later, she's like, when we had to get on the flatbed truck and were drove into Jonestown, it was the first time I realized that our lives were completely in his hands. 
mm-hmm. um, because they were also once they got to Jonestown, they were stuck. Like Jim Jones had to let them leave for them to be able to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so he puts on like this huge show, um, literally a, the Last Supper kind of shit. So there was a huge meal. I am like devastated to say that collard greens were served at this last meal because of course it was. It's a bunch of black people showing out. Like of course there was probably some fire collard greens. Yeah. Um so like collard greens, cornbread, back cheese, chicken, like, you know, a black dinner. Um yeah. and it's the 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 cameraman goes around and he's talking about like how do you feel da 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 and they're all like oh yeah I'm happy to be here great 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 chipper as fuck you know too chipper if you will mm-hmm. um and it becomes clear over the course of the day that it is like all kind of a show um mm-hmm. for the purposes of this whole fucking ridiculous I don't even know what Jim Jones thought he was gonna prove in this moment because like. <laughs> I I just really don't know. Um, And, you know, there is a lot of footage from this day um, because there were a bunch of cameramen there. Um, And so you if you watch some of the footage in the documentaries, like if you're not listening to the people talking over the footage and you're just looking at the footage, which is what I did for a little bit, those people look scared. Mm -hmm. Especially the ones that are not like for forefront. Like the people mm-hmm. in the background mm-hmm. that are caught, they look scared. Um, mm-hmm. And one guy um, who I also, you know, team no victim blaming, but fuck this guy, Vernon Gosney. Like literally fuck him and the horse he rode in on. Um, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But so this dude, Vernon Gosney, like, again, fuck this shit. But anyway, so he slipped. This is not why I'm saying fuck this shit, even though a little bit fuck him in this way, but he's desperate. He doesn't know how he's going to get out of here. Um, He slips a note to who he thinks is Leo Ryan. Like, he thinks that he's slipping a note into Leo Ryan's pocket so that, you know, whatever. But it's actually not Leo Ryan. It's the NBC correspondent, Don Harris. Um, And basically, Vernon Gosney is like, I want to leave. And, um... Again, not to victim blame, but, like, to really just, like, put all cards on the table here. Like, Leo Ryan also has a white savior complex. I mean, like, 100%. So, instead, if, I don't know, y'all are slipped a note, right, that says, hey, I'm being held hostage. Help, right? Mm -hmm. You going to the cult leader and are you going to be like, yo, I received a note that says that people want to leave. Are you doing that? No, you're not, because you're not a fucking dumb bitch. (laughs) Like, okay. Because that's what Leo Ryan does, right? He confronts Jones and is like, yo, I think a lot more people want to leave. Yo, if you want to leave, come with me. Right? Um, And that's not it, right? And I know that hindsight is everything. Um, I also know that in this time period, we have way more of an understanding of the psychology of cult leaders and the psychology of, like, whatever he would be diagnosed with. Um, But, like, 
that's definitely not it. Like that putting him on the spot with a camera in his face. I'm taking mm-hmm. your I'm taking these people. I'm taking some of the kids too. Like we out and there's nothing you can do about it. That is not how you approach someone who is obsessed with like 100% control of his followers. Yeah. Like, that's not it. Um so like two families end up leaving with Leo Ryan in addition to some other defectors. But these two families are important. So one of the families is a family that has been with them for a long time, I think since Indianapolis. Um, And Jim Jones himself tries to convince them to stay and they won't. And so people that were there, like people that were there and survived, describe him as looking absolutely defeated once he could not convince that particular family to stay. So, you know, other red flags. Um, Jones is very, very upset about the people leaving and like visibly set upset even on camera in front of the camera workers. Um, so what happens, the original plan is for uh, the camera people and a couple and Jackie Spear and a couple other people to just like take the people who wanted effect back to... Um, like back to the airstrip that they just landed at and leo ryan and a couple other people are going to stay and try to recruit more people who might want to leave beyond this initial moment because we're on the we're on the so basically everyone goes to sleep and everything seems fine and then in the morning is when don harris gives the 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 slip of paper to leo ryan and that's when everything pops off um but the plan does not come to fruition. Like Leo Ryan does not end up staying behind because one of Jim Jones followers like grabs him and cuts him on his throat and threatens to kill him with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, you know, Leo Ryan, poor planning, piss poor planning still. Um, so he's now got a shit ton more people than he originally came with his group is now 18 people strong um because he's got at least i think i think he's got i think he's got 18 defectors with him actually um in addition to his original group so he needs he needs like a second plane because they're on they're on these like you know those tiny little charter planes um And he says he'll he'll be back to get the rest of anybody else who wants to go. But he, this group and him, they're getting out of there. Um, but he doesn't. He needs a second plane, so he has to call and get the second plane to land. So it gets there. Um, it does get there. And while they're boarding, mm, actually, before I before I talk about that, there's this guy. Do you guys remember this name, Larry Layton? Oh. Larry Layton, yeah, that Larry Layton is, even though he is divorced and his ex-wife left him to fuck Jim Jones, he's still remarkably devoted to the cause. Go figure. Um, yeah, like he's one of the he he's one of the men that are on the patrols, like the, the like the squads that have guns and like scare other people. He's one of them. Um, but he pretends to be a defector. You know, he's like, you know what? I'm like, I I don't want to be here. And Vernon Gosney, the guy that we were talking about earlier, 
he even tells he tells them he's like ain't no way in hell he's a defector no 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 he's one of the most loyal subjects do not let him come with us Mm. and so as they're boarding planes and shit like that um leo ryan like uh searches everybody and yada 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 to try to figure out whether or not um these people actually have weapons but like clearly does a piss poor job because larry lane ends up killing a pilot you know um with a knife or some shit like that and then you know that's popping off but also did he do that i actually i'm gonna have to fact check that part but that's popping off but at the same time jones has already sent his group of bodyguards and the closest member to attack the group um which is whoo right like it's actually it's so what is again there were cameras so some of this actually is caught on camera which Mm -hmm. is yeah like the like somebody a lot of people's deaths are actually caught on camera um the guy who's holding the camera death is caught on camera um because it, it the footage kind of just drops off when he gets shot again mm. um yeah fucking fucking wild really um yeah. But yeah, this this airstrip is called Port Kaituma. Um, yeah, sorry, it's 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 hard to talk about it because it's like so, it's so bad what happens on that airstrip. So uh-huh. these people just come, um, and they just start opening fire, um, and they kill a fucking shit ton of people, um, like a lot of people and if they don't kill you they seriously injure you and some of the fact that people actually survived this uh this attack is like crazy to me um yeah like actually like people surviving like i because the way that they get they get shot so they just open fire shoot everybody then uh like some of the survivors described there being like um uh, like a pause mm-hmm. in the gunfire and then they just start hearing like these like pops like that are not that are not constant but are coming close together and they realize that these gunmen are coming around body by body and just like shooting people in the head oh my god yeah yeah um which is you know so they obviously kill leo ryan um you know like that goes without saying um they kill this woman named patty park who is a defector um they kill bob brown who's a cameraman they killed don harris the guy that got the um the note slipped to him they also killed this other person who's in the media greg robinson um and you know survive surprisingly like only five of the people die so a lot of people get seriously injured like jackie spear i think got shot like nine times like when i say it's a miracle for that woman to be alive 
it's a miracle for her to be alive and what she wants to do with gun violence in california y'all better fucking let her because she knows gun violence firsthand Mm. like she knows Mm. what why you should not give crazy white men guns Mm. very much so um there are other people that survive, like Vernon Gosney survives. Um, the rest of the defectors actually survive, pretty much. Only one defector is killed, um, which is pretty good, I would say, for the fact that they were sent there specifically to kill the defectors. A lot of the people that survive survive because they like run to the woods and they hide in the woods and the people can't find them. Um, but again, I'm just surprised these people survive because they were just like riddled with gunshot wounds and also like did not receive immediate help yeah you know so it is a miracle that they survived and i'm glad that they did maybe mm. everyone except for Vernon Gosney. i'm still i'm 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 fucking furious about Vernon Gosney. so oh my bad sorry so why Vernon Gosney is a piece of shit a dissertation um so he was married to this black woman um mm. They had a baby, or should I say he had a baby because, you know, black mortality in the medical industry goes hand in hand. She dies during childbirth. Um, I think that both of them were in the... No, I don't think she was in the People's Temple. I'm not sure. I would have to fact check that one. But I think that he joins the People's Temple after she dies, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, Either way... Um, he decides I I think it's after because he specifically says like I was very vulnerable hmm. so I think it's after his wife's death he's very vulnerable and Jim Jones preys on it I think hmm. that also we need to talk about the fact that this couple was an interracial couple um, hmm. so his black wife died and he is left with a biracial baby he does not know what the fuck to do with his life um, and he's like, ooh, cool, I'll listen to the white dude who claims to know what's best for black people and have him tell me what's best for my black son. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Sounds about white. Um, so, cool, whatever. He and his son end up in Jonestown, and he says, like, immediately he was like, oh, fuck, this ain't it. Like, oh, shit. Um... So he tells, like, his roommate that he wants to leave. His roommate has already been punished for trying to escape. And so his roommate is like, yeah, I mean, you can, but, like, woo. Um, And it just becomes, like, this big deal for him that he wants to escape. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he doesn't, I mean, like, I don't know why it's hard for me to say, but because it, maybe because it makes me so angry. So when yeah. he when he slips that note about leaving to Don Harris and is one of the first defectors on the fucking little um, truck to leave, he doesn't take his son. Right. He doesn't take his son. In fact, he signs away custody to Jim Jones of his son. Even though he thinks that the whole fucking situation is dangerous as shit and he doesn't think it's safe for anyone to be there, he doesn't take his son. Mm-hmm. 
doesn't take a son. And that lady, Grace Stone, also the one whose uh, who's son, John Victor, is stuck there, too. And mm-hmm. her and her husband have defected. Fuck them, too. Because... Yeah. She, she, I was listening to an interview. She's like, people would judge me and tell me, like, what would they do in this situation if they would have absolutely taken their kid and da 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 da. And it's like, yeah, people should judge you for that. You should have never been a parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if your children were not your priority, your priority was some fucking homicidal maniac named Jim Jones instead of your children, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's on you. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Vernon Gosney ended up becoming like a police officer in Hawaii. So fuck that pig. What? Fuck that pig. Cause like, what the hell? What the hell? Like, so also, can we talk about how the police department does no background checks? How the fuck are you hiring Vernon Gosney? Oh my God. Like literally, how would you hire Vernon Gosney as a police department? Also, how is the police department in Hawaii, which is like, Thousands of miles away, still fucked up like American police systems. Make it make sense. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Um. So you know he goes hippity skip on his way. He does get shot a shit time. I mean I shouldn't say that because he does get shot like a bunch. Um. And spends multiple hours in a forest or jungle bleeding out. But like you know, I don't give a fuck. You left your child. You left your black child. And he said that he left his black child because he still thought that Jonestown was going to be better for his black child than for than being then in America. Then why are you escaping, you mother? Because he as a white man deserves better than his black child. Obviously, Pac. <sighs> right? Or because he as a white man can't possibly fathom what it would be like to be black. Or he doesn't know what black people are up against. So he's just like not going to make a decision besides leaving his son with a homicidal maniac. Like that that baby was a baby, by the way. He's like a toddler. He's no he's no oh bigger than six. God. Like he and there's pictures of him. Um, if you look him up. Uh and it, it's fuck that dude. And you know, yeah. like I said, don't believe in interracial adoption. Do you have my questions about like white people marrying black people and having babies with them too? Mm-hmm. And to all of my black family that are in um, in relationships like that right now, I got one question for you. If you were to die tomorrow, would you trust your white partner to provide a safe environment for your children? Hmm? Would you trust that your white partner would do everything in their power and never put your black child in a dangerous situation? 100%. Like, you have no doubts. If you have doubts... Why would you have children with that person? Mm. And, and I, I really, 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 like, I don't often come for black people, but I'm going to come for these black people right now because, like, y'all need to think about that. Like, would you actually be 100% safe? Would your children be 100%? I mean, as safe as black people can be, but would you be willing to bet your child's life that that person would keep them safe? Mm. And I, and whether or not these people are honest with themselves, I know the answer to that question. Back to Jonestown. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, this one makes me upset. It doesn't make me upset at this black woman who died in childbirth, but it does make me question other black people right now. 
because we have mm-hmm. you know if you don't study history you're doomed to repeat it in fact mm-hmm. that was what that was what was hanging at Jonestown mm-hmm. right but if you don't study it for real you are doomed to repeat it so if you don't study instances of like the worst possible thing that could happen in your interracial relationship I'm not saying you go doomsday but if you don't at least know what, what it is what we doing mm-hmm. um okay so let's talk about what happened at Georgetown before I tell you what happens at Jonestown. So in Georgetown right now are Tim Jones, Stephen Jones, and Jim Jones Jr. Because they're gone for like a basketball tournament. Uh-huh. Also in Ger- Georgetown is this lady named Sharon. I forget her last name. And her three kids. Um, one of her kids is like 21 and the rest are younger children. Um and so basically in Georgetown, there's like this halfway house basically for new followers who are coming in to kind of get situated into Guyana before they make the trek out to Jonestown. Mm. And she runs that house, Sharon. Her real name is Linda, but um, huh. she couldn't be Linda anymore because there was already a Linda in the cult and that Linda didn't like her. And so she didn't want to share her name. <laughs> Colts, baby. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I'll get it. All right. So Linda Sharon, Linda Sharon, Sharon Linda, however we're going to call her, um, gets a radio from Jim Jones. Um, and he's like, kill everybody. And so she does. Right. The, 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 the three sons are not there. Right, the three sons, his Jim Jones's sons are not there, but she kills her kids. So she kills her her two younger kids. Like she like, and this isn't the same as what happens at Jonestown with poison. Like she stabs her children to death. Um, and then, and I I didn't think it was gonna be any. I didn't think it could get worse. But so like basically in this room where they have locked themselves in. Sharon stabs the two younger kids and then her older daughter like kills her or like helps her kill herself and then kills herself. <gasps> so all that whole family gets wiped out. Um, and what's really, really tragic about that story besides the obvious tragic part is that the oldest daughter's father was one of the people that were part of the concerned relatives delegation and so he had actually just gotten to spend the whole day with his daughter um and he was like made had made plans to spend time with her the next day and he was very firmly content convinced that he was going to be able to pull his daughter out of this um so it to me it's it's very tragic because not he's so wrong Right, because his daughter killed somebody like within hours, you know, killed her mother within hours. Like he's so far wrong about like what he experienced with that day. And I can't imagine the emotional turmoil of like he he travels for thirty five hours and he's so close to saving his baby girl and loses it. Loses her, you know? Like there's so many like tragic side stories I feel like in Jonestown that I could spend forever on that but that one you know that one I feel really bad about because I'm just like damn he was so close 
you know, like all the concerned relatives I feel so badly about because I don't think any of them convinced anyone like the defectors were not concerned relatives. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't related to them. So I, I do feel really torn up about those people because I think that they really just like didn't they were so close like imagine being there and knowing you were so close that you could have saved them but like you just literally could not break through those psychological <sighs> barriers and yeah. and what that must have psychologically done to those concerned relatives like yeah my heart still goes out to them um because Jesus um so Georgetown um is a bloodbath like and Jim Jones's kids like Tim and Jim and um Steven are the ones who find the bodies so oh, even them I mean they're like 1918 but they're still kids in my opinion uh-huh. um uh-huh. so even they really could not escape um the horror of that day like they still had to see bodies you know mm-hmm. um steven actually ends up being investigated because they think that he might have had a role he's eventually cleared because he does not have a role whatsoever to do in that day um and jim and tim actually are brought back later like days later to identify bodies at Jonestown. Mm-hmm. um so those young men like that's you know really rough so back at jonestown things got went from bad to worse um so he gathers everybody together um and he's like the congressman is dead there's no way that we are going to be able to backtrack there's no way that they won't come in and kill us now like there's no way like the congressman is dead um which is you know i i think there is a little bit of truth in that statement like there's no way that the people's temple would have survived that doesn't necessarily mean that the people wouldn't have but there is absolutely no way that the people's temple after killing a u.s congressman would have survived Mm -hmm. no way um and you know he's been talking about the this boogeyman of they so they're gonna come in they're gonna take you back it's gonna be so bad being black in America and yada 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 yada, um, and there's this one lady that I want to tell you about um because, you know, I really fucking like this lady and I wish that she had made it, and her name is Christine Miller, um just if you're really like a if you're really like a crime junkie like me and you and you're interested in like you know going on a deep dive yourself there is a tape like they taped the suicide and the mass murder you know um so there is a tape and so there's a tape where you can hear jim jones telling people why he wants everyone to die um and you can hear people either agreeing or disagreeing and one of the voices of dissent is christine miller um she really is does not want to die um like she just really does not want to die that day um and i i feel like even listening to her voice and like reading her words like years later decades later you can like you can feel it you can feel how much you can feel how much she does not want to die 
Mm-hmm. Um, you can feel how much she wants to live and you can feel how much she wants everyone around her to live too. Um, cause she's basically saying like, yo dude, we don't gotta die. I thought you said, I thought you said we could flee to Russia if things really got bad. Like the Russians would take us. We are their socialist and communist brothers. Like we could go to Russia. Right. And mm-hmm. like, like, and then she like also spouts some of his own, um, some of his own like teachings back at him like she's like i'm i'm not really ready to die i haven't fulfilled my purpose and that's one of the big tenets of um the people's temple is that each one of them should have had the individual right to um like fulfill their own destiny right so she's she's trying that she's like this is not what i want da 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 um But what I think is really important to know for context in this situation is that Christine Miller was not the one and she was never the one, right? Um, So from the get-go, when she joins the People's Temple, she's one of the few Black people that are allowed to keep all the trappings of their old life. She she walks around that place in furs. She She walks around with, like, jewels and stuff like that. She very much, like, was a... Um, this is air quotes but I pull them up by their bootstraps woman who like had gone from like being very impoverished black woman to wealthy black woman so she very much was one of the only black people black women in particular that Jones didn't really fuck with um and in fact the two of them had had multiple altercations before this point and so listen to this badass quote because one time he threatens to kill her, right? Like, mm-hmm. gun to her head shit. Wants to kill her. Um, and she goes, you can shoot me, but you are going to have to respect me first. Wow. He's screaming in her face. She's she He's threatening her with a fucking loaded gun. And she repeats it. You can shoot me, but you're going to have to respect me first. Wow. Yeah. And what's crazy and how you know that this was a mass murder, as she's speaking on that specific fateful night, she also talks about, like, she also talks about, like, how she really doesn't want to die. And other people are like, yeah, me neither. Like, you can hear them. Like, they're like, yeah, yeah, I agree. But eventually, he... he, She she doesn't, like, give up, but she kind of relents because... She is um, being taken for a, a wild ride with Jim Jones and his circular logic. And she realizes she's never going to outlogic him, even though she's already outlogiced him. Yeah. Um, and then some of his lieutenants, you know, the guys with guns, also, like, kind of shoot her down. Um, and she finally settles on, she's like, I am not afraid to die, but the kids should be allowed to live. Hmm. Right? Um, And we know, just based on what happened, that they don't do that. Right? They don't allow that to happen with those children. Um, She, if things, if things were, went as they had gone on other white nights before, like the practices, then it is very likely that she was killed among the first people among the first group of people because jim jones always had the people during the white nights who opposed him drink first 
Oh my god. Um, and he actually allowed her to be the opposition because people didn't like her. Remember I said she's walking around with jewels and furs and these people are starving. Mm. Um, so no one really sided with her because they didn't like her and they loved him. <sighs> um, there are There is a lot of speculation about whether or not she was the first to die or whether she was or sorry not first to die whether or not she was forced to take it mm-hmm. um because there are yeah so there is some speculation about whether or not she was forced to take it um some sources claim that there were needle marks found on her body but um in terms of people that were actually autopsy autopsy there's only nine of the people that died so it can't really be confirmed whether or not she had those needle marks um and even people who were found with needle marks it is not sure whether or not those needle marks were actually the poison or if they were being injected with something to kind of ease the pain of the poison um so who knows but so she's she is one of the first people to die um then like children um like the children were killed murdered um 304 children were murdered oh my yeah that's like that's just like such a hard number to say out loud um just murdered because you know no child can consent to suicide at that young of an age um or should be allowed to even, even mm-hmm. if they if they are suicidal, should be allowed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were murdered. They were murdered pretty much by their parents. So obviously there there are groups of people that like did not want to die, did not want their children to die. Um, absolutely. Um, but then there are people who were convinced to kill their kids so that they wouldn't have any suffering they wouldn't be like carted off back to America or that like people weren't good because he also like was like people are going to come here and shoot your kids and rape your kids so they were trying to avoid that for their children um I don't know I I I don't know I I don't know how those parents did that um and it's also unclear how many of the parents did that and how many um people just like died in other ways you know Mm. um like were maybe i don't know it's really hard to say because the kids were sometimes giving syringes of cyanide but like they weren't given the needles you know Mm. so they had like the needleless syringes Mm. um so and they were shot in their mouth yeah and it you know lots of kids you know from all ages babies up to like you know 18 year old kids so like literal babies like there's a story of this guy tim carter who's who was given a, a job he's one of the survivors and he only survives he and his brother survive and this other follower survive because jim jones gives them money 
So they need to go to the Russian embassy and, and money and like letters and deeds because the People's Temple left everything to the communist cause. Yeah, I know. I feel like, you know, people nowadays, it's not cool. It's not cute. It's not progressive enough to say fuck if you say fuck communism. But like, mm. Mm, not a great track record, guys. Sorry. No. Not a better track record than capitalism, so I don't know why we're arguing about two really defunct uh, systems of government, but, you know, they both suck. It doesn't have to be either or. Um, (laughs) Just saying. Um, So there are definitely people, I guess we, I don't really, okay, so there's, okay, so the kids die, they are pretty much all forced to die. Um, there's There's no account of a kid, like, willingly drinking the kool-aid or the cyanide flavored drink who did who knew it was cyanide flavored drink you know there's no account to that um and so after that a lot of the parents willingly kill themselves because their children are dead and either their children have been murdered in front of them or they have murdered their children um so there's that group of people who do that. There's a group of loyal followers who absolutely kill themselves because they would have killed themselves for Jim Jones any day of the week. Just name the time and the place. Um, but then there's a shit ton of people who are like, no, I don't want to die. Um, so there, again, like I said, there are lots of needle marks found. Um, there are people found with needle marks or with syringes sticking out of their back syringes stick there's one person found with a syringe sticking out of the back of their head almost like these people tried to flee away and were caught and stabbed with the syringe mm-hmm. um because i don't know if everyone knows this but like cyanide is a really really hard way to die um yeah. like you start frothing at the mouth you get convulsions um like it is a very very painful way to die and so if you do listen to that tape huge disclaimer trigger warning you will hear people screaming in agony as they die um because it's not like they just took a poison and went to sleep you know it wasn't like heaven's gate where people took a poison that wasn't going to like severely impact um you know cyanide is like a hell of a way to grow um and so, you know, maybe you had the courage to kill yourself before you saw hundreds of people die in one of the most gruesome ways to die of all time. Maybe th- maybe after that, though, you changed your mind. So there are quite a few bodies that were found with needle marks. There were people that were found with, like, bruises. I don't believe that they shot anyone trying to flee. But I, I think that there might have been- there's evidence that these people were trying to flee when they were killed um so there's that um fucking disgusting um anyway (sighs) also there's the inner circle so basically in terms of jones's family his wife ends up dying like i said earlier she kills herself after willingly after watching all the children die um Carolyn Layton, that lady, she who planned this, you know, who planned to kill everybody, mysteriously absent on the day of the the killing. Like she dies, she killed herself. Um, but there's no one who can account for where she was during the day. 
So, yeah. So I don't know if she killed herself first before everybody else. I'm, I'm not positive necessarily what's going down with that. Um, but her son is also killed. Like so, Jim Jones' son that she has with him killed. Um, John Victor, the person, the kid that everybody was fighting over, Custy killed. Mm-hmm. Um, both of the Korean adoptees and their entire families, right? Like, so the the girl was 35. So she, her husband, and her four kids killed. Um, the boy was 21. He, his wife, and his baby killed. Um, yeah. Uh, Maria, dead as well. Um like none of the inner like the inner circle all does event they all die too um so it's not like they killed everybody and and somehow survived which i don't think would make it better but it would make me feel some type of way you yeah. know um but they they all died um but what is interesting about their deaths okay so annie mm-hmm. the nurse that i talked about and the lady who i read um that quote from the letter yeah yeah so she she actually um she kills jim jones what there's like there's like some some discrepancy and there's like some speculation some some sources say that jim jones died of a self-inflicted gun wound Uh other sources say that annie actually shot him and then shot herself Mm. Um, the gun is found with her. Mm. Um, the gun is found with her signed suicide note um, next to her. So to me, it seems more likely, unless there was another gun found near Jim Jones, that she actually killed him, huh. or at the or at the very least watched um, him kill himself. Yeah, and then killed herself. Uh, she is found like m- most places I would say would say that think that she's one of the last people to die just because she's found in the doorway of the cabin that they all share and so she's actually her body prevents them from coming into the room so like she's the first body that people find when they go in the cabin um, and so they think that it's her because otherwise people would have moved her body. She would have been the last to die. They would have moved mm-hmm. her body to go in and out if she had died mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, during the day, there are also conflicting sources. Some people put her in the pavilion as one of the nurses who were killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, other people put her in the cabin taking care of John Victor and uh, jo- Jim Jones' other son, I'm Carolyn mm-hmm. Lake. Um, so her nephews. Uh, and you know who knows which way or another where she was but she ended up in the on the floor of Jim Jones's cabin shot in the head so mm-hmm. um they don't I, I, what I the sources I was getting into really didn't talk too much about how Maria dies just that she mm-hmm. is um she's dies by poison mm-hmm. um and can I just say I find it like such a bitch move for Annie and Jim Jones to watch everyone else die by cyanide and mm-hmm. them take not necessarily the 
sorry, the easy way out, but like an easier way out for sure than mm-hmm. writhing in pain. Because cyanide also doesn't go quick, quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's a few minutes to ten minutes. Like it's not it's not a fast acting drug. It is, but it isn't. Um so like for them to do all of that and just like to orchestrate it, especially in Annie's case, to literally orchestrate the mass murder of of almost a thousand people and then be like "Ooh, actually i don't want to go that way yep yeah and there are certain people that you could tell like there was like carolyn layton even though like fuck that bitch um she was clearly suicidal like in general like besides like wanting to do this what they call revolutionary suicide she is uh-huh. clearly suicidal because the way that she goes out is um she injects herself and she swallows it so she was making sure that there was no way that she could survive um and they talk about how isolated she was because she was like Mm -hmm. the mistress to the head man in charge and so everybody nobody wanted to be her friend because they Mm -hmm. knew that anything that they told her would get back to him Mm -hmm. um yeah and then maria there's like an interview that one of the cameramen does of her on that final I guess the day before, maybe the day of, where mm-hmm. they're asking, like, like her her dad and her brother are part of the concerned relatives, Aye. um, and they're like begging her to come home. You know, like mm-hmm. we'll we'll let you come back if you can just leave and show us that you're here. That by you leaving, you are here of your own free will, and you can come back, but you just need to come back to America and convince everybody in the family that like, yo, you're safe and you're doing so of your own free will. Mm-hmm. Um, and she obviously refuses and you can see she's sitting right next to her brother and she's talking in such a like deadpan manner I'm going to stay I am happy here da 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 and he's just crying Oh, you know like he's like bawling right next to her because he knows you know his sister's mm-hmm. brainwashed mm-hmm. Um, and yeah she's also you know she's part of those that inner circle of women that are disgusting and terrible people but mm-hmm. she's also groomed by jones from you know she she mm-hmm. officially joins the people simple when she's 18 in a day wow. and when when she when she dies she's 20 <sighs> um so you know and and he's and he's having sex with her throughout this whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a part of me that is still like fuck all those ladies, but is allowing enough nuance to understand that at the very least, when we're talking about like Maria and his OG wife, like there's some abuse going on and i would say that there's probably abuse going on in all of at the very least the gaslighting and the emotional abuse of him having multiple partners and yada 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 Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. them not being allowed to Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's that's how they all go out in grand total 19 sorry 918 people die um including the the three people in, or the four people in Georgetown and the five people on the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, 87 people survive. Um, which is, you know, um, less than 100. 
I, I've also heard sources put it as low as 36. So depending on where you're looking at, it was it was very hard. And this is really grotesque and really gruesome. And I'm sorry, people listening. Um, but it was very hard for them to actually identify bodies. Um, and it was very uh, hard for them to get an accurate body count because all of these people died in the middle of Guyana in the summer in South America. You know, like in November, that's summertime in South America. Um, show, you know, it was hot. Their bodies bloated. Um, yeah, it, it, it's hard for there to be a completely accurate number, I would say. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted us to kind of end on like a high note kind of or not a high note the highest note you can possibly end when you're talking about Jonestown um and talk about some of the people that did survive um so Stephen Jones survives uh Jim Jones Jr. um and Tim Jones they all survived uh Stephen Jones I I feel like he has so much survivor guilt survivor's guilt um Mm. but he really doesn't seem to at least not in the interviews that I've seen of him he doesn't really Mm -hmm. seem to wrap his brain around the fact that um, he saved his brother's lives um, because when like when Leo Ryan was coming, Jim Jones like demanded that his sons come back to Jonestown um, mm-hmm. and he he wouldn't he said no like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish this basketball tournament because it would look super weird if we didn't dad like wh- how are we playing in a championship game and we're just gonna come home like no we're not gonna yeah. do that yeah. um and, but by doing so he saved his brother's lives mm. his brother's lives um he didn't realize it at the time what right. he did and then in addition to that his his mom saved their lives too because his mom made sure that all those boys went to the basketball game like initially because jim jones didn't want them to go maybe she knew something too that's what his the son steven says right he says the way that she said goodbye to me and the the way that she cried over me makes me think that she thought this was the last time that she was going to see me damn um and I think that there is very possible that she knew how. I don't know if it was possible if she knew when, but it is mm. possible that she knew how just because, again, like I said, they bought the poison. Then mm. those women that I mentioned earlier, mm. um, maybe Marcel, maybe her included, Marceline included, mm-hmm. um, but they, they tested out the poison on the pigs at the farm and watched them wow. die. Um, to make sure that they had the right ratio for how to kill someone. Wow. Yeah. So it is very possible that this is like really detailed, planned mass murder. Yes, very much so. Right. Um, very much so. And I think it's because these delusional women really did believe that they were committing revolutionary suicide. Um, I don't know what. It's it's hard for me to wrap my brain around these women because I don't think that any women of color would ever have the hubris to decide what was right for so many people like that. 
Like even if even if those women wanted to kill themselves, I don't think like a woman of color were if there were three women of color in the inner circle, I think that they would have killed the inner circle and a few other people, but no one who didn't want to die. You know what I mean? Um or like maybe they do kill I, I just don't I I can't see it happening. And again, this is definitely my bias. But I, I do think that it would take like the hubris of a white woman to be like yep this is the best way out and let me plan it Hmm. and i say the hubris of a white woman not even a white man like i like i like the planning aspect of it gives off like suburban housewife Hmm. you know like the the intense planning of the situation and the details that they went into it um i don't know Hmm. but I digress. Um, so, oh, and the other thing that Stephen says, actually, that is more in line with what I was just talking about. Apparently, mm-hmm. there was one vat. Mm-hmm. Like, so, there was one vat with all the poison in it. Huh. So, you, it's, you know how much of a hole there was. Because, okay, you're going to die, right? Like, you are going to die. Um, Why wouldn't you sacrifice your life and just knock over the vat? Everything's in the vat. Mm. Like, all those people could have saved if one of them had just knocked over the vat. Mm. At least that's what Steven says. He says, according to everything that he's ever heard about the aftermath of Jonestown, there was literally only one vat in the center. Damn. Yeah. So, like, you know the whole, that the fear... The fear and, like, the blind, like, following, which is so, so strong that they didn't, they didn't save themselves. Like, they could have, I'm not saying that they wouldn't have died, you know? Like, there were people with guns pointing at you, so if you did knock over that vat, you were going to die. Yeah. But they didn't even try to save their family members. No one tried to sacrifice themselves. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, like, again, just... Remember that these are black people. These are black women with their children and no one tried to sacrifice themselves. Mm. Right? Like, black mothers didn't save their babies. Well, except for this one black lady who, you know, fucking glory be to black mothers. So there's this lady um, named Leslie Wagner Wilson. Mm. Um, And she's basically like... She's smelling the air a couple days before the massacre, and she's like, uh, uh-uh, I don't like it here. We gotta go. <laughs> like, uh, we gotta go. So what happens is she ends up getting her and her son and, like, nine other people. Um, mm-hmm. And on the day of the massacre, right, so, like, before shit even pops off with, like, at the airstrip, she mm-hmm. uses the diversion of Leo Ryan being around and she and those people escape in the jungle, <gasps> right? They're just like, we are out of here. And they're like terrified. Um, of course. And again, remember that everybody in this situation is still brainwashed. They drug their kids too, but they drug their kids with Valium so that they'll sleep and that they can just carry their kids and they won't make a noise so that they can all get out of there. Um, and not be caught by like the guard that's the guards that are just roaming Jonestown with rifles. Wow. Um, so drugging is clearly 
a thing um like in this community like they're they're they rely on drugs in a lot of ways in more ways than one just drug drug use right they use it to control other people and that's just been like ingrained in this community clearly because mm. even when they're trying to do good they still end up drugging children mm. um but yeah so she escapes um she makes it to like a town that's about 50 kilometers away in the forest oh my god yeah um there's another person, an older person, um, who pretends to be dead in a ditch and, you know, fakes his own death, I guess. He survives. Mm -hmm. um, there's this person who survives because he's hard of hearing, so he literally just doesn't hear the call. Um, there's also this older lady who hid under her bed uh -huh. um, and survives that way. Um, obviously Vernon Gosney survives. And my notes are so mean about him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm looking at them right <laughs> I clicked the link that's in your notes. Yeah. And the picture that I see right now, him smiling ear to ear in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you went to mm -hmm. heal? You went to Maui, Maui to heal? Okay, sure. Yeah, I know, right? It it's actually kind of wild, like literally wild. Um, yeah. So, you know, she survives. Uh, she actually does. She's in a lot of the interviews about um about Jonestown. You'll see her. Um, mm -hmm. she's she very much has like zero zero sympathy for those white women she says it she's like nope 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 they enabled him he wouldn't have been able to pull off any of this shit without her so nope 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 um but she loses her entire family she loses her husband she loses her mom she loses her sister she loses her brother she loses her whole entire family um, because like I said, you couldn't, you can't trust your family. So her, her, her husband was a part of that, those guards. Um, and <gasps> when she escaped, she told the person she was escaping with, she's like, if Joe comes and finds me and shoots me dead, you have to take care of my son. Um, because oh she was very afraid that he was going to come looking for her and then, kill her yeah um thankfully she didn't you know like mm -hmm. thankfully they made it to matthew's ridge that town i was talking about earlier mm -hmm. um yeah they made it out which thank fucking god um and thank god she had the the mind to really see what was in the her what was on the horizon for her you know like that shit was really about to pop off like real soon and that she needed to go yeah. Yeah. um yeah so it is it is something um what i will say is also really tragic about this woman's story um more than anything else is that baby she saved 
um, mm-hmm. son that she carried and a little knapsack against her, her chest as she ran through a, a rainforest is now mm-hmm. in jail for life for attempted murder and he's never going to get out. Oh, man. Yeah. So I really feel for this woman. Like, she's a hero. Um, and she did all of that and her son was still taken away from her. Um, you know, attempted murder. No one died even. Like, how the hell do you get life in prison for attempted murder? It's okay. Um, I guess there are moments where you probably should get life in prison for attempted murder. I don't know enough about the case, but I do know enough about our justice system to be suspicious of that uh, sentence. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. um, Tim Carter also survives. I think I mentioned him earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel really bad for him. He literally watches his he watches one of the nurses squirt like the cyanide into his baby boy's mouth. Oh my god! Um, and then, and the baby boy dies in his wife's arms, but not before she takes cyanide herself out of despair. And then his, oh my god! Then his wife dies in his arms. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. There's another guy from the inner circle who also escapes name mark something um unimportant not too much is known about him but mm-hmm. he was one of the people that was trying to convince jim jones that he was doing he was like being super super extra and he needed to tone it down and that people would not would not stand for his behavior da 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 because he wasn't someone who was staying on jonestown every day mm. um and that he needed to have Leo Ryan come in and da da da. And you can't treat Leo Ryan this way and you need to chill out, da da da. He also escapes. Um, but, you know, the thing about it is, like, I don't think any of these people, like, they might have physically escaped, but I don't think any of these people actually got to escape Jonestown. Yeah. I mean, it's just. When I was watching the documentary too, some people describe like the best days of their lives to be in uh, an area like that who shares the same mindset and goals. And I'm like, really? That was the best memory of your life? And I understand. I do understand why they say that. Because whatever they went through I mean, they truly believed that they were building a paradise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I think it can't be overstated enough, like, how traumatic life in the United States is for Black people for that to sound like paradise. Yes. Um, because, I mean, realistically, if you take out all the beatings and shit like that, Mm-hmm. and like the mass murder um, and you mm-hmm. really just thinking about it like these people were around in the 60s, 70s were around groups of people who believed that black people or allegedly believed, on paper mm-hmm. believed that black people mm-hmm. were equal um, they got to be mm-hmm. there with their whole family they got to leave the United States and the racism, they weren't facing as much blatant racism, they were definitely mm-hmm. still facing racism but it wasn't in your of face course. Mm-hmm. police brutality like it does sound a little too good to be true and that, that's kind of what happened yeah um you know it reminds me like that 
when when I was thinking about all the black people that were involved in this story, it reminded me that like there is a reason why even black people need to study race um, mm. and racism and how it works um, mm. because if if these people had known what I know, what everybody knows, that anti-blackness is a global pandemic. Mm. Right, that, that everyone around the world, no matter your skin tone, is complicit in anti-blackness. You would know that there is no paradise in fucking Guyana. Yeah. And imagine telling black people in today's society, well, there's a black president there. We'd be like, and? We had yeah. one here too. Didn't work yeah. out for us. <laughs> like, 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 you, I don't think that Jonestown could exist in the way that it did then today. Um, Mm -hmm. Not because I think black people today are just smarter. I just think that we know more about the evils of white people. And we've also just seen what didn't work. And we we can, Mm -hmm. like, learn from, like, the past and see, Mm -hmm. like, you know, see just, like, how things play out for black people when you're with white people. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's crazy. We're really talking about four white people who plan the mass murder of 75% of like a thousand. So like 750 black people, hmm. you know, or, I mean, we can take it down and give it to like 600, 700, but like, we're really talking about like four white people planning the mass murder of like 700 black people. Why were these people so easily expendable to these white people? Yeah. And how is that not racist? Yeah. Um, and why do, why did none of the shit that I talked about, like, you know, Jonestown has been um, covered extensively. I mm-hmm. still don't feel like anybody's talked really about the racial element besides being like, ooh, these black people were excited because it was pro-equality, pro-integration. But, like, no one's talked about why this is so appealing to black people back then or why yeah. it might even... Like, I don't know how many times that I've been on that lesbian dating app where I've come across, like, brown people being like, let's start a queer commune. And I was like, bitch, y'all don't know Jonestown? No, we need to start no commune. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. They were queer too. They were queer too. Jim Jones would be the first to say, I'm a homosexual. Like they were queer too. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. were being forced to eat. There obviously were pe- queer people there, but people were being forced to have queer sex all over the place. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. The commune's not it. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's never it. I understand. I understand the draw because when I think about a commune, the closest thing I can think about that in my life that I've ever experienced is college, right? When you yeah, yeah, yeah. and all your friends and people who all agree with you or think like you do live within like a couple feet of each other. And it was yeah. the shit. That is part of what makes college really rad. Mm. But there was also, well, damn, I can't even say that sentence. You know what I was going to say? I was like, there was also no sexual abuse. Well, that's a lie. But um, <laughs> that's a bald case lie. But, you know, mm. there were no, like, public beatings. And uh, that's really all I can say, actually. 
is college a cool so communists, communists <laughs> don't work period including colleges it's college a cool like because i was gonna say well there were there's no sexual abuse but like there definitely was i was gonna say there's no gaslighting but i was like there definitely there was, was. <laughs> <laughs> there was no signing away a lot of money there definitely was <laughs> so all right some of the same things were present <laughs> You know, like, Aye. oof, oof. Well, we're out of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Um, let me see if there was anything else that I wanted to add about Jonestown. Um, I feel like my brain currently is a, just a vault of knowledge about Jonestown. So after, <laughs> if after listening to this episode, followers, you have... Ooh, can we call y'all something different? What? I mean, listeners, cool. Because no, no. Yeah, listeners. <laughs> no. No, that doesn't, not, that doesn't sit right. So. Yeah. Not, not for this episode, at least. Definitely not. So if after uh, this episode, listeners, you have any um, questions, like hit us up in the, in the comment section of this episode's post, because I definitely have more to say about this but we've mm. literally already been talking for two hours 45 minutes um yeah. yeah jonestown is a wild ride um i don't know if there's any takeaways from this except for like black people should always be wary of white saviors um <laughs> literally right like if it doesn't feel right it's not right and I yeah. and I think that there were mom- numerous times throughout this where his followers like they had those moments where they were like I don't like this this doesn't re- mm. feel right like um, and like don't think that peer pressure is only for children because clearly it works on adults too mm-hmm. um, and I guess again I said it earlier but like anyone could be a cult member so I don't necessarily want anyone to walk away from this um thinking like oh these people are stupid oh they were just so crazy that'll never happen to me it, c- it could never be me it could um yeah anyone anyone is susceptible to a cult like literally in all the cults that i've studied because i'm weird and have studied a lot of cults um but in all the ones that i have studied like that's like the common thread that people survivors of the cult talk about like it literally could have been anyone cults just prey on you at your most vulnerable moment right so vernon Mm -hmm. gosney getting lured into this cult after his wife dies in childbirth does not surprise me you know this cult actually would go to the projects to recruit people they were looking for poor disenfranchised black people Mm. right a lot of the wealthy the wealthy members who couldn't be touched besides christine miller were white right and so Mm. they were trying to fill their flock with poor disenfranchised black people um and so literally anyone could be suspect susceptible to a cult if you are who that cult leader is targeting if you are mm-hmm. who that cult leader wants to groom um mm-hmm. you know and i think oftentimes how do you know you're in a cult till you're in a cult yeah right how do you know i'm sure even if you're not thinking about cult stuff how do you know that you are in a 
shitty friend group mm. until you're until you're not you know i yeah. i myself have definitely been in, in quite a few shitty friend groups where i've been like and then after i leave i'm like what the fuck was i doing like why was i punishing myself and still being friends with these people like why did yeah. i let them have such a hold over my life where they could decide how i felt about myself or what i was gonna do or like how i behaved right and i think all of us could relate to that right just yeah. giving into the peer pressure of a friend group yeah i feel that way sometimes back in the day when we were back in the building you know like, yeah like you and i very much would be like fuck that we don't want to do that but then like we mm -hmm. ended up doing it because like mm -hmm. why the fuck not i guess this is why mm -hmm. the fuck not <laughs> like that's a very slippery slope um yeah and i you know there's there's cults like Jim Jones and there's cults like capitalism. There's cults like believing that police are actually good people. There's like cults like believing that white people, you know, are going to do what's good for us eventually one day. Um, there's plenty of cults of thoughts out there. So please don't judge these people until you've looked in the mirror, please. Um, yeah. I think also this is the only cult that probably has both Koreans and black people in it. Mm. What's up? <laughs> Very sad, but yes. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's probably one of the only cults that I know of that have black people, like a, this large of a population of black people in it, besides like cults uh. that actually take place in like Africa. Um, uh. There was a cult in Harlem, um, similar vibes, not similar vibes in that people ended up mass murder but like um started off as a social activism unit and became uh, a murdering cult oh so you know it could be you but also <laughs> don't let it be you it's gonna be hard you have to always try to i don't even know you have to fucking know yourself that's it yeah. right yeah. like all that self-care stuff that like instagram uh shoves down our throats and all everybody who posts like this yogi mindset da 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 like for real that is what you have to do obviously i don't believe that those people know themselves but like what they're saying <laughs> is accurate <laughs> yeah and always just trust your gut maybe not actually oh well maybe not <laughs> like maybe not but like if you feel like it's wrong it's probably wrong yeah your initial gut reaction your first reaction to because like i'm sure jim jones made people skin crawl because there's plenty of people mm. who survived or defected that told uh people afterwards they were like oh we stayed because of this girl like we stayed because of marceline we stayed because of <sighs> carolyn we stayed because of annie we stayed because of maria like at a certain point, Jim Jones and his erratic behavior started freaking everybody the fuck out. So, you know, trust your gut. Your first impression is usually right. And I would say yeah. distrust any white dude in a leadership position. Like, a healthy dose of distrust right there, or at least a healthy dose of skepticism is yeah. warranted, I would say. Like better, better to be to be wrong and get something nice than to be yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. better safe than sorry uh, you know yeah um, seriously because I 
I definitely see so many parallels to like we were talking about earlier, so many parallels to like today's society and the mm-hmm. society in which Jim Jones thrived. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just saying, you know <laughs> because okay. Yeah. Yeah. Think about um Okay, so think about have you heard and this is a little less Jim Jonesy, but similar idea. Have you heard of the what's it called? Pastel aesthetics in the QAnon stuff on Instagram? What? No. So there's a bunch of people on Instagram who are actually QAnon supporters. So you know mm-hmm. those ones. Um, and so what they've been doing is they have like these accounts that are run by like pretty women some Mm -hmm. particularly pretty white women and they Mm -hmm. post like these pastel like infographics um and these infographics are like fucked up you know like it's like fox news spouting shit Mm. you know um and but because it looks pretty and it's coming from a pretty source, they actually are convincing a lot of people of these conspiracy theories <gasps> because they are yeah, because they're they're actually co-opting social justice language. Oh wow. Right? Just like Jim Jones co-opted social justice language to build his cult. Right? There are plenty of influencers on Instagram doing the same shit. And you can't even come for those Instagrammers because their followers will jump down your fucking throat. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, um, this really shows you guys what I do with my free time, but there was a, there was a sex shop scandal mm-hmm. <laughs> where these, like, sex toy makers were, like, exploiting their models um mm-hmm. and they were exploiting like uh the the black creatives who were doing the work um mm-hmm. and when a group of black sex workers called them out on their shit right and a group of black mm-hmm. creators called them out on their shit all of their followers doubled down and tried to like um first of all try to gaslight those black women but also try to dox them mm. you know what i mean and what was happening was these like white owners of this sex toy shop were not actually paying people what they said they were going to pay them for they were using their artwork without giving them credit yada 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 but like you know social media is is not where it's at for that you know like it i think that people think cults are so far fetched because they're thinking about cults of the past but they're not thinking about like how just like everything cults have to evolve too and how how's a cult gonna reach you now the internet yep (laughs) like like especially during a panoramic the internet yep yep i i don't know if you like doing that, I'm, this is a side note, but like now I just use different words that start with pan for pandemic. <laughs> did you even notice that I said panoramic? I did, but I understood <laughs> it as pandemic. Right. So, you know, especially during the pandemic, panoramic, like they're totally coming for you. Like think about the cult of Donald Trump because that's a cult. Yep. Like, there's, there's nothing else to say about that. Like, that's a cult. Um, yeah. And 
in like in every sense of the word word right like i don't think his followers understand it i don't think that um people who are not donald trump followers understand it but when you start to look at donald trump through the lens of a cult it makes sense everything makes sense everything starts to click for you um Mm -hmm. and it also makes you understand why the um why his followers aren't convinced of logic by logic Mm. because they're in a cult Mm -hmm. and just like i think that there is a cult that could exist for um you know social justice like there's definitely a cult that exists for the opposite of social justice and i definitely think that us liberals and us like progressives um we're a lot closer to forming a cult than we think like just in opposition Mm -hmm. of uh donald trump Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i i i don't know i feel like it's it's a lot closer especially when you really take a deep dive into how this all and i mean if you're still listening you definitely took a deep dive um into this (laughs) but you know i think it's entirely possible that this could happen today it would look a lot differently i don't think the mass murder would happen Mm. uh but i do think it's definitely possible for all of us to have join a cult like this Mm. and not even know that we are yeah so watch out (laughs) (laughs) that's our final (laughs) watch out you're you know be safe but watch your ass. Yeah. Watch your friend's ass too. Like, you know what the what one of the uh, best ways to avoid being gaslit and probably one of the best ways also then to avoid being like put in a cult. Um, because gaslighting and being in a cult go hand in hand. Um yeah. it's to like have someone that you trust like back your ass up. Like someone like, you know, I feel like that's how you and I prevent ourselves from being gaslighted gaslit at work all the time. I'm like Yeah. I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. Like, do you yeah. do you think that's crazy? Yep, it's crazy. <laughs> like so having someone that you unden you know, hopefully that person doesn't end up gaslighting you themselves, but you know, mm. having like a brother or sister or a themster in arms is absolutely a thing. Yeah definitely necessary yeah helpful (sighs) yeah (laughs) jonestown wild ride thank you for joining us for three hours of this (laughs) which will probably be divided into two or three episodes i guess Mm -hmm. depending on how we divide it we'll see we'll think about it i feel like most of you guys, once you hear the first part, are gonna want to know the ending right away. So we'll think about yeah, giving it to you all the way, all all of the all three hours. <laughs> we'll think about it, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, alrighty. So, all right. So if you want more of these kinds of stories, especially true crimes and cult and stuff. That we're really into tell us say, I- <laughs> yeah say tell us i mean i can already think of a couple of cults that exist in korea oh yeah me too <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so we have a lot to talk about um never ending episodes <laughs> yeah just like 
you know, let us know if you like true crime because originally I wanted our podcast to be a true crime podcast all the time. So I would love to have the data to back it up that we should do more true crime. So <laughs> watch, listen, you know, listen to this episode or episodes at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Give us some feedback on Apple Podcasts. You know, that five-star rating goes really far for us. Um mm-hmm. Listen yes don't you love us just comment review five star whatever you know yeah. we want to hear from you so if you want more of these episodes stay tuned and follow us on instagram twitter facebook at underscore soul and soul that is underscore s-o-u-l-a-n-d-s-e-o-u-l and also subscribe to us in any of the major podcast apps Bye-bye.